1: Hello, this is Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. Again, welcome to our broadcast. Uh, we're talking about eternity's viewpoints. We're in the book of James. We're gonna pick up with verse number 11, uh, actually verse number 10 of James chapter two. For whosoever shall keep the law, whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. For he that said, do not commit adultery said also do not kill. Now if thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, thou art become a transgressor of the law. So speak ye, and so do as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. For ye shall have judgment without mercy that hath showed no mercy, and mercy rejoiceth against judgment. What doth it profit my brethren, though a man say have faith, and have not works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, Notwithstanding, you give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. We are talking about sin, and the Bible says, as I mentioned before, there's not a just man upon the earth that doeth good and sinneth not. You know, we've heard about venial and mortal sins. There are certain religions that would teach that, you know, uh, and, and we as Baptists are guilty of this at times as well, that we would consider one man's sin a whole lot worse than somebody else's. And the reality is this, you know, any sin against God is that which condemns us to hell. The Bible says we've all sinned, we've all come short of the glory of God, that the wages of sin is death, the wages of that evil thought, the wages of that uh, theft that we take, the wages of our bad speech, the wages of our Uh, bad works that we do. All of those things add up. You know, it can be something that we say that we shouldn't say, something that we do that we shouldn't do, and oftentimes some things that we should do that we don't do. All those things add up, and those are sins against God. And the Bible says, for whosoever shall offend in one point, he is guilty of all. So that's enough to make us sinners. That's enough to condemn us to hell and separation from god the bible says initially that hell was created for the devil and his angels but what hell hath enlarged itself why is it enlarged itself because we're sinners the bible says wherefore as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned so that makes us sinners so uh now we begin to look at others instead of com- comparing ourselves to christ and realizing that we fall short of, short of his lifestyle we fall short of his perfect his being a perfect human being we don't measure up we don't stand up to that kind of uh model but instead we look at that person we we'll look at that person over there that person that woman committed adultery look at that person over here that that person's uh going to jail for murder look at that person over there they they were bank robbers they were uh pedophiles they were filthy wicked horrible ungodly unjust sinners and they're on their way to hell but the reality is the bible says that all of us are headed for that or we're headed for that except for the grace of god the bible says you athy quick and who are dead in trespasses and sins, and it gives the list, and it gives the long list of those types of people. And then the Bible says, and such were some of you. And such were some of you. Boy, that's a hard-hitting speech, isn't it? That's something that we don't want to hear. We don't want people to say, well, you know what? We're not as good Joe as everybody might think. You know, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh in the book of... uh, Matthew, I believe it is, let me find it quickly. We're told in Matthew seven and verses thirteen Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat, but straight and narrows the life which straight and narrows the way. Which leadeth unto life and few there be that find it so we we are having our issues we're having our problems you're not we're not guaranteed of heaven in our own way and the bible tells us in matthew chapter 12 and verse 34 o generation of vipers how can you evil speak good things but it also says out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh and the bible says "From within out of, the, out of the heart of man proceed adulteries, fornications, murders. So uh, in Psalm 119, 11 says, Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. But the Bible also tells us about the heart. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So we've got problem with the heart. The problem with the heart, David had his problem. David looked at Bathsheba and and took her and committed adultery with her. And David had this to say afterwards as he cried out to God for forgiveness in Psalm 51. He says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. So David had to cry out to God for forgiveness. And certainly that's one thing that we need to do as well. We need to cry out to God. We need to see, uh, see how much we need his help. We need his strength. And so, uh, As we're trying to judge others, understand we're just like them. We are also transgressors of the law. So the Bible says, what do we do? We speak, so speak ye, and so do as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. For ye shall have judgment without mercy, that have showed no mercy, and mercy rejoiceth against judgment. Be careful what we ask for, because we are going to get it. The Bible says, whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. And so, you know, when we're judgmental toward others, we're going to find the same issue in our life. We're going to have people judging us. And if we're not doing things that please God, if we're not bringing honor and glory to God because of the way that we think about others, we're going to face the judgment of God for that. And we're sinners just as well as they are. And... uh, we talk about, we talk a good life, but how do we live? The Bible says, what doth a prophet, my brethren? Though a man say, have faith, and have not works, can faith save him? We understand that Christianity is all about faith, but the Bible also tells us that faith without works is dead. We know that while, the Bible says uh, the just shall live by faith, but uh, how do people know that we're people of faith? It's by looking at our works, seeing how we live, how we, how we treat others. Uh, is our conversation, our walk and our talk pleasing to God? Does it bring on honor and glory to his name? Does it draw others to Jesus Christ because of the love that we show toward them? So uh, we talk about faith all the time. Maybe we can quote all the scripture. Maybe Maybe we have memorized a lot of scripture verses. Maybe we can say some eloquent speech in our prayer. And yet we won't lift up our hand or take a walk, take a step in anybody else's direction to be a help when they're in trouble. Maybe, not, maybe we're never willing to meet them with some financial need help when they need it. Maybe we don't pray for them. Maybe we don't set a godly example when the Bible says in Hebrews ten twenty five, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. If we're not setting that godly example, as the book of God says in James chapter 4, not James chapter 4, excuse me. Uh, give me just a minute here. 1 Timothy, I believe it is, is what I'm looking for in chapter 4. Verse number 12. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example to the believers in word. In conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity, till I te- come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. So think about that. If we're not examples of the believers, if we're not, if we're not having a good testimony, if we're not sharing the word of God of others, if we're not being loving and kind and merciful, if we're not those things, then. Uh, People are not going to see that in us. They're not going to want what we have. And it's where the rubber meets the road. Man says he has faith and he have not worked. Can faith save him? How many times have you lifted up your hand to give to someone that had a need? Maybe you've said, well, you know, let's see what the church can do. I don't have anything to give you. But the Bible says, If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth a private, even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. You know how hard it is to uh, want to give, you know how selfish we can be, you know how greedy we are, we want to hold on to everything for ourselves. We're not willing to give and help others when we can. And sometimes it's just laziness. Sometimes it's just we make good excuses for why we can't do it. But the question is, are we gonna do that which pleases God? Are we gonna, is there some way that we can bring the love of God to their life? Is there some way that they, when we don't know in the desperate times that they're facing, with that one little act of kindness that we might commit, that might be a help to them. There's so many people that are unwilling to volunteer at a food bank. How easy it would be just to take a few minutes. Doesn't have to be every week, doesn't have to be all the time. Could be just once in a while said, you know what, it's been a while since I've volunteered, been a while since I've tried to help somebody else. Maybe this would be a good time for me. And then there are other times you say, well, I can't volunteer. I don't have the time. But, you know, maybe you could give some funds that might help that food bank to be able to reach out and meet the needs of someone else. But we can talk about it. We can tell somebody where to go. But are we willing to help them when they're in a struggle? I know each week we have people that come by the food bank after we're closed. And it's easy just to say, well, we're we're closed for the day. But you know what, they have that need right now, and if we can help them at that particular time to the best of our ability, doesn't that bring the honor and glory to God? Doesn't that leave them with a good impression of Christianity? Who knows what they think when we refuse to meet that need. The Bible says even so faith if half not works is dead being alone. Now we certainly believe that salvation is but faith, but you know, someone might say, Well, you know what? Uh, A man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works." Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? We see biblical examples here at the end of this chapter. The Bible says, Was not Abraham our father justified by works when it offered Isaac his son upon the altar? What would have happened if he said, No, I'm not willing to offer my son. I'm not willing to obey God. I'm not willing to do what God's word is telling me to do. Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled, which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. He said then, How that by works a man is justified, and not by faith only. Likewise also was not Rahab the harlot justified by works, when she had received the messengers and sent them out another way? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. What would have happened if Rahab had been unwilling to help the spies? Would she have been saved with her family? We know that she, her faithfulness was used, her helpfulness, her willingness to risk her own life to help the uh, spies helped her earn redemption. And so faith... Certainly in works, work together. If you have faith, you're going to show it by your works. God bless you and have a wonderful night.